Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, A.J. Hogue, where A.J.'s more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's A.J. with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. Yep. Hello, hello, check, check, check. There we go. I'm AJ Hogue, author of Effortless English. Learn to speak English like a native. You must join my VIP program if you want to succeed. You want to speak English fluently. You want to speak English powerfully. You want to speak English confidently. You want to speak English effortlessly. And so you must join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. You must commit. Commitment is important. You must commit at EffortlessEnglishClub.com, EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Welcome. Oh, let me check my microphone really quickly. <laughs> okay, I see now. Where is my microphone? Okay, well, anyway, if you're watching... Let me know if you can't hear me. <laughs> All right. Something's wrong with my uh, software today. Here we go. That's it. Never mind. Found it. Got it. We're set. Our topic today. You are living in the dark ages. The dark, dark, dark ages. You are living in the dark ages now. Right now. Uh, in uh, I don't know, in American his in in American history classes, meaning history classes in American schools, uh, often the Dark Ages are described as the Middle Ages, right? The time after the fall of Rome, after Rome, West uh, Rome and the Western Roman Empire fell to I don't know to the Renaissance, right? And that's often described as the Dark Ages, but. I would say that right now, in many ways, we are living in a dark age. Uh, a very, very, very dark age. Dark in terms of ignorance, dark in terms of unhappiness, dark for many reasons. I'll discuss what I mean by that. But in Sanatana Dharma, this age is called the Kali Yuga, right? Which is, uh, they're, they're, they have the idea of... Uh, um, there's the idea of, of, you know, cycles, cycles, different ages, right? Different historical periods. And I don't know, I've seen different uh, arguments about how long they are. Some, some that say they're very, very, very long each age. Uh, and uh, others that, you know, much shorter. And there's different arguments about why, why they think this. But uh, the main idea, an, an age, when we're talking about history, an age is a time period, like usually a, a quite large time period, okay? So the Dark Ages in Europe often described, you know, it's almost like a, I don't know, 800 years long or something, 800, 900 years long. The Dark Ages. But we're living in a Dark Age now. And so in Sanatana Dharma, they discuss spiritual ages. So I can't remember the names of all of them, but the idea is basically like there. At first, there's a great golden age, a great spiritual golden age when uh, faith and, and Dharma are at their highest levels, meaning in society, right? Not in not individual, just individuals. There, there are always individuals who can be, you know, very, very, uh, very good, very, you know, saintly, uh, wonderful, spiritually strong, with great faith, and following dharma, following truth, following natural law, right? But these are great. These golden ages of. Of time, we can kind of think in history. You know, there may be uh, there's a period in Greek history, right? The height of ancient Greece might be described as a golden age. The height of the Roman Republic and maybe the beginnings of the Roman Empire could also be described as a as a golden age, right? An age, a time period of great. Um, you know, learning of high levels of civilization and understanding. 
and in different parts of the world you might find different time periods right and then uh, as I said there's the idea in Sanatana Dharma is that these are there's a, there are cycles so starting with this great great golden age then moving basically there's I think four other ages and each age gets worse okay gets lower the level of of you know spiritual strength spiritual practice spiritual truth uh, among most people uh, among you know societies gets lower and lower until you hit the bottom which is called the Kali Yuga which is the spiritual dark age and that's what we're in now, according to them. And I think quite obviously, we are in whatever name you want to call it, we are in a dark age. And by this, I mean, we are in a terrible, terrible, terrible dark age, uh, spiritual dark age, I would say an intellectual dark age also. And what's funny is that, and what's, I guess, sad, maybe we could say ironic even, is that so many people think that we're living in a golden age, right? Why? Because people are materialistic. And so, if we just look at things, just things, technology, engineering, we are living in a golden age. We're living in a technological golden age, right? I mean, as far as we know in history, we have the most advanced technology ever, right? computers and airplanes and cars and you know on and on and on we have the most certainly in terms of our material wealth right the amount of things we have just the amount of food we have available easily and very 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 cheaply and easily is just huge enormous compared to any other time in history, which is why so many people are fat. Of course, we also have low-quality food, and I'll talk about this in a minute. But just in terms of amounts, just in terms of the amount of material things, wealth, technology we have, yeah, that's why people often think, uh, you know, that we're living in this great golden age, but we're not. We're living in a dark age. We're living in brave new world. Because while we have all of this material abundance equally we are weak and dark and disgusting in terms of our spiritual development and really our intellectual development we are as societies around the world we are stupid maybe the most stupid ever and uh for sure, we are spiritually empty. And you know, I was thinking about this, and it really hit home yesterday when we were really, I really, I, I realized how bad it is yesterday when we were discussing marriage and family. Because in no time in history that I know, in any country, has the situation with family and men and women and family and children been worse than now. This is the worst ever. And no time in history that I know has the, has the divorce rate, for example, and the, um, the number of broken families has never been larger as a percentage in any other time in history. As far as I know, I know of no other time in history. You know, that, that you just, if you look, you know, like just, I know mostly American and European history best, and looking at American and European history, you can go back, 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 you know, all the way to the Greeks, uh, even all the way back to the Egyptians. And you do not find this level of broken families, divorce, you know, marriage was strong, families stayed together, people had many children. And what are we living in now? The darkest of dark ages in terms of uh, marriage and children and family the darkest of dark ages and so this is why people aren't having children so many people have no children at all zero because they think oh they're you know depressed and oh, i don't want to bring them into this world or oh, it's expensive i'm afraid of divorce all kinds of reasons that they give but basically it's because they're spiritually empty people are spiritually empty and depressed and demoralized meaning their morale their confidence is so low that they're not even having kids look at the birth rates the 
the number of kids uh, that are born to families in Europe. Really, all this is happening everywhere in the world. It's worst in Europe, America, Japan, really terrible. But everywhere in the world, the birth rates, right, the number of children per family are dropping and dropping very, 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 very fast. And the divorce rates are going up, 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 very fast and aggressively and terribly. And it's a, it's a fucking disaster. It's a dark age. It's, it's a horrible, horrible time. And this is why so, 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 so many people are confused and completely depressed and miserably unhappy, very miserable and unhappy about this area of life. Maybe the most important area of life other than, you know, God and faith and they're connected. Right? So as I'm reading through the yesterday and everyone's questions, you know, just the, the level of despair, right? Of depression, of sadness, of anger, of confusion, of failure in, you know, with dating and families and marriage. It's it's unbelievable. It's never been this this bad. This is the worst time in history that I know of, you know, in recorded history. And so, I guess my first message to you is if, especially for young people, if you are feeling like you're struggling, like it's that this whole thing with dating and marriage is hard, dating, marriage, and children, if you're feeling like, you know, you're confused and you're kind of depressed about it and it's difficult, well, that's why you're living in the worst, most difficult time ever in history to get married and have children, right? The, 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 whatever you want to call them, the world controllers, the cult, the Marxist, the feminist, the, all of these people, the globalists, put, put whatever labels on them you want, but they have done a, an, a very power, an amazingly terrible, amazingly horrible, evil job of not completely destroying our families, but, but, but quite close. And think of the suffering of so, 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 so many children who grow up in broken families, their mom and their dad divorced. Uh, it's, it's a huge tragedy. This is a dark age. It's a spiritual dark age. And along with this, connected to it, because they both, they go together, never has there been so many people who are atheists, who have... And zero connection to God or to whatever you want to call it, Logos, Tao, um, doesn't matter. I don't care what name you use. But to the divine, to something bigger, to something higher, right? Never before have we had this level of materialism and atheism uh, in, nowhere in the world. And so you see just the, the amount of just me- meaninglessness, hopelessness, depression in people all around the world. It's horrible. It's a dark, dark age. And it's, it's just interesting because you can read, you know, about historical time periods, different parts of the world, where, uh, where definitely life was harder, right, in terms of physical life, right, just survival, food, shelter, <laughs> right, where life was much, 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 much harder. Even recently, as we were discussing yesterday, those of you who were in the, uh, you know, the, you know, under communism in Eastern Europe or in Russia and lived under that and life was hard, 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 hard. And of course, also spiritually tough too. But yet now we are in this brave new world and you'll find that in many times in these hard times that people still, they were not hopeless, right? They still, they had a strength and a power and faith and they had their families, right? They still had marriage, strong marriages and family 
You know, everyone wasn't divorced. All the kids weren't suffering. People were still together with their families, struggling and, you know, to, to have enough food and to get by. But they were all together. There was this strong, strong, strong families. There were strong, strong, strong communities. People lived in the same place their whole lives. And uh, they had strong faith in God or Dharma or whatever, Buddha, whatever, <laughs> uh, whatever the particular version of dharma or uh, natural law or religion uh, was and so yeah we 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 have this it's it's this sort of like a flip like a mirror of that where we have everything we we need physically and more we have too much honestly we have way too much right we have too much food and it's 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 garbage it's not very nutritious but still in terms of just calories and surviving people aren't starving to death maybe i don't know a few places in the world uh a few places in africa maybe or something but in most of the world people it's not they're not starving it's the opposite they're fat 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 right too much is the problem materially we have more in terms of physical things in terms of you know kind of economic life we have more than ever in history and yet we are emptier and you know spiritually and emotionally we're in a dark 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 time that's the truth and that's it's sad but it's good for us to wake up because here's you know everyone we have our challenges and with this we were born in this age and so what can we do about it there's no point complaining and whining about it right uh i'm sure that people born a thousand years ago and maybe if they were, they were hungry and they they didn't like that either right well our challenge you know again another quote from fight club our war is a spiritual war right we're not we're not fighting to survive. We're not fighting just to have enough clothes, enough food. But what we do have to fight for is to bring back the traditions and the truth and the goodness of, you know, God, family, nation, basically, right? Faith, family marriage children so that's our challenge you know those of us who are alive now we have to undo what the you know the marxist and others globalists whatever you want to call them have done right we have to destroy them crush them not not so much physically but we have to crush them and crush their ideas and drive them out of our countries and undo their damage and return to what is good and beautiful and true that's our job and in the meantime meanwhile those of you who are struggling those of you who want to have families well you've got to do your best you just got to fight and fight it is hard okay it is hard this is probably the hardest time in all of history to to quote date meaning to find a wife or a husband get married stay married and have a lot of children and a big strong happy family it's probably never been harder ever in history so on one hand understand that you are facing a hard challenge so if it feels hard don't feel bad about yourself there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing wrong with you it's not you it's not you that's the problem it's not because uh, you're not good enough it's not because you don't know how to attract women enough or attract guys enough it's not that okay it's that you're living in a dark dark age okay that's why that's why it's so hard Okay, it is hard and it's unnatural and never in history have we seen this before but this is where we are we've got to fight to undo this but meanwhile you have to deal with it and so as you try to find a husband and wife and build a strong family yeah you're going to have to try a lot harder and learn a lot more and struggle more maybe and fight more and uh, have more faith than you know ever before in history 
but you can still do it. You will still succeed. You can still do it. It's just hard. But some things are hard. Doesn't mean they're impossible. It's not impossible. You can do it, right? Because I saw some despair in the comments. I, I ignored those comments yesterday, but there were some people, oh, you know, all women are bad. They just want money or it's impossible to find a good guy and there's no way to have a successful marriage. That's not true. It, but it is harder. It is very, very hard, right? I don't know, the divorce rate in America, I think last time I looked is something like 40%, which is horrible. Terrible. Terrible, 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 terrible. Right? Think of the, especially the children. All those broken homes. It's terrible. It's terrible, terrible, terrible for those children. Horrible. Okay, so yeah, you're facing a massive challenge. It's very tough. But no, I don't think MGTOW is the answer. Men going their own way, meaning avoid marriage, avoid having kids. That's giving up. That's just throwing away the future. You know, our duty is to have children and and do fight for the future and fight for the future for our kids, just like our ancestors did for us. Right? We have to do that. And just because it's hard doesn't mean we quit and cry and, and go home and then and refuse to, to try. Nope, we still got to do it. It just means we're going to have to be smarter and tougher than people in the past, maybe, in this area of life. We've got to have develop in ourselves more and more and more faith. We've got to fight, 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 fight to rebuild these things. Marriage, family, faith. And no, it won't be easy, but we can do it. And hey, this gives life some meaning, you know? Think of it, this is the good side of it. That in the middle of a dark age, in the middle of a terrible challenge, uh, it means we have a great purpose. It's much bigger than just our own lives. Because by, by, because right now, by by fighting for this, by learning, by doing everything you can, by getting married and having a strong marriage and having children and keeping your family together and building a strong, healthy, happy family and a big family if you can. This is, that's, that's a revolutionary act. That is the number one thing you can do to fight against and help destroy Brave New World. And especially if you homeschool your children and teach them about the lies of the media. Teach them about Brave New World. Teach them about this globalism, Marxist, uh, uh, dark age. Prepare them for it. So they're strong too. And they will go forward. And they will also build strong marriages and strong families. And this is how we take it back. This is how we turn it back and can win. We can undo it. We can. It may take... a couple generations, but we have to do our part now while we are alive. And then we pass it on to our children and they'll do their part. And we can, we can do it. And in many ways, uh, you know, like right now, people, lots of people are back home. Uh, schools are canceled. It's really fantastic. It's actually great. It's, uh, it's an opportunity to undo to, to fight and to, to make our family stronger and to bring light to this dark dark age all right I'll go to comments and questions now I'm gonna do a little bit shorter show because it's a little late we had some uh, difficulty with the babies today <laughs> getting to bed yeah Vladislav says uh, I remember someone said during a bad age strong people are born strong people then create the good age during a good age, weak people are born. Weak people create the bad age. Yeah, there's a nice little meme online about this. But essentially, yeah. And, uh, you know, like my parents' generation, I'm just talking about America. I don't know about other countries, but my parents, not to blame my parents, but not my, my individual parents, they're fine. But just that generation uh, were probably the weakest and most spoiled ever in human history. Ever, ever, ever. And they... Uh, they, they were born into, in terms of America, the greatest prosperity, right? The, 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 in terms of material wealth and, and just jobs and economic opportunities and just, it was the best ever for the United States. And uh, they basically became spoiled 
and weak and they attacked all the traditions they attacked their own parents they attacked their grandparents they destroyed these traditions they're the ones who led you know to all these the changes in divorce laws and uh, you know, drugs and the sexual revolution and the cultural Marxism they they just they ate it up from the television and they believed it and so many of them still believe it even though it's so obvious now that that stuff was a disaster and lies but anyway the point is yeah it created some weak people and now and and easily easy to program people well they created now a bad age with a dark age very quickly they created a dark age and uh so I think now, uh, probably my generation and the younger generations, especially what are called like Generation Z, the, uh, they know they're in a time that's very tough economically, and especially now. Uh, they know they, they're in a time they're trying to date and have and, ha- and, ma- and get married in a time with, with where, you know, so, so many men are childish and weak. So many women are, you know, disgusting and just having sex with tons and tons of guys when, uh, you know, divorce rates are so high, all of this stuff. They're in a hard, hard, hard time, but it will make them stronger and better. And they are. They're tough. They're getting tougher and they don't they see through the lies more. And so, yeah, it's turning. It is turning, and we just have to fight. We have to do our duty and fight, 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 and you can succeed. So do not despair. Do not give up. Do not fear. Accept the challenge and move forward. Yep, Anastasia says, I wish I could give my babies a strong, happy family. You can. You can do it. Just fight, fight, fight. Think about homeschooling recently and a lot of things you said. Thank you. Good. Yeah, I highly recommend homeschooling, as you know. The school systems are brave new world. It's Marxist programming. That's all it is. A lot of this garbage is taught in the schools. They get your children quite young, and they start feeding them all this garbage quite early. So if you can get them out of the schools, it's very good. Very good. Deepak says, because of such a busy life, people to forget to concentrate on family. We have to concentrate more on family. During a dark age like this, a spiritual dark age, when uh, families are under attack, when it's so, when it's much harder to have a good, a strong family, that means we have to put extra time, extra energy, extra focus to our family. You know, maybe, yeah, maybe many generations ago, when uh, you know people basically did not get divorced, and uh, families and the idea of family, the institution we call it, a family was very, very, very strong, and there were large, large families. Yeah, then maybe people didn't need to stress about it so much. They didn't have to read relationship books and get all stressed about every all of this, right? Because um, it was a lot easier. I think there were and there were just uh, traditions for meeting people and then getting married. And different countries have different traditions, but every country had clear traditions of how a young person would meet another person, another young person, and get married and have kids. And so it was very simple and much easier. So they didn't have to focus on it as much, maybe. So now we have to put a lot of energy into it. We have to put a lot more of our time. It's much more important than your stupid corporate job. Much more important. Or any stupid job. Including mine. (laughs) All right. And Elena mentions the other one. In order to have the happiest family, happiness in the family, we have to turn off the TV. Indeed, I recommend throw away your TV. Throw it away. Put it out on the road. Let someone take it. If you want to sell it, I guess you could sell it. But just throw it in the garbage. Let somebody take it. Some other foolish person take it. Get it out of your house. Especially if you have kids, you've got to do that. If you have kids, you got to take the TV out. Get rid of it. Yeah, following up, Elena says, uh, close your eyes to the media. Open your hearts to family members. Indeed. All right, I'll open up the comments very quickly. And then uh, and then we'll get... And then I've got to go. So just a few more minutes. All right. Do-do-do-do-do. Save. 
Okay, Vladislav says, Yesterday I talked to my mom on the phone. I told her you shouldn't watch TV. She tells not everything is wrong. She tells us you shouldn't get depressed, but don't go to the opposite direction either. Um, yeah, well, you know, look, it's hard, especially with parents. I can't convince my parents of anything. They're going to do what they do. And, and like I said, my parents are from the generation that created this destruction. They're clueless. You know, so... Uh, I don't worry about them. They're the past. I love them, but they're the past. I'm not going to try to change their minds about anything. I'm focused on my myself, my generation, and younger, and doing what I can to fight for them and try to at least improve the situation, uh, at least, you know, and do everything I can so that, you know, things are better for them. So I would say don't waste too much time on your parents if they're like that. Uh, focus on your kids and your nieces and your nephews and you know your grandkids and your great 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 grandkids who you'll never meet but still it's part of our duty to fight for them too just like our ancestors did think of how many generations came before you in your family and your nation and how much they fought and to to build a world that would be decent for you and to keep going even in hard times well you have the same duty to those who will come after you yeah this is nice in the in Kurdistan we have more than four children typically great that's great good keep doing it and he says what you might Reminds me of Brave New World. Yeah, watch the Brave New World book club. We live in Brave New World right now. Right now we're living in it, in a terrible dark age. And see, why do people not see the dark age? Because people are, it's the programming. People are programmed to think of, you know, the dark ages is when, you know, everybody's starving. It's, they, they only focus on the material part. Um, it says, why did the government not take action against these evil people? <laughs> because they are the government. <laughs> they are the government. They are the corporations. They are most of all the banks. They own the government. They own the schools. Yeah, like Sri Ram says it very well. We are spiritually as well as materially degenerate compared to our ancestors. Yeah, degenerate is a nice word. Corrupt, another way to say it. Yeah. I mean, read it. Look at all the holy books, the great scriptures of beauty and wisdom. Were they written last year, 10 years ago? No, they were written, what, a thousand years ago or more, right? You can, even like in the United States, the, the most beautiful writing, you find it like at least 150 years ago like Thoreau and Emerson. The writers now, it's all garbage. It's garbage. It's crap. Sergey says, I crashed down our TV and now I'm quite happy. Great, Sergey. That's great. Yeah, bottom is correct. Too many sad men have grown up without fathers. They don't know how to be a man. This is exactly the problem for young men. That's correct. And this is, you know, divorce, right? Because what happens in most typical divorces, what happens? The mom, the woman gets the kids. Uh, you know, in America, they may share, you know, sometimes the man, the father sees the kids, but not much. It's like, you know, maybe once a week or something, the weekend. But, you know, more or less, the, the, the mom and the dad are not in the home together all the time and so right this is really ter it's terrible for both it's ter terrible for girls and boys actually in different ways it messes up the girls too uh, especially later in their life trying to date and get married uh, and then the, the, the boys are totally lost they don't know how to be men no one teaches them how to be a man no one teaches them anything about the dating and marriage no one teaches them any of this and so this is why you see they're called man babies you'll see this on uh, <laughs> Uh, it's kind of an internet slang a little bit man babies but um you know these like guys who are 40 years old and they're still like super excited about comic book movies and they they act like kids still 
right? And they don't, they're not married. They don't have kids of their own. And they're, they're, they're acting like still like little children. It's kind of, it's sad and pathetic, but here you go, right? It's, it's very sad. And the other reason is, besides divorce, is the media is constantly, especially with dads, trying to show dads as being foolish or stupid or really trying to cut down the, the, the influence, the positive and strong influence of fathers. They do it with mothers, too, but they do it even worse with fathers. Uh, and for this reason, yeah, boys are really lost Okay, how are the schools in Japan? Uh, they suck, like everywhere else. <laughs> uh, I mean, probably they suck less than America. Uh, I'll say that, because uh, Japan is still a nation, you know, a unified nation with a unified people and a unified culture, and therefore uh, some things are be much better in Japan compared to America. But, um, but this, you know, schools are schools and they suck. Let's see, God, this thing jumps around. Okay, let's see if I can... Yeah, like Ilanakan says, uh, divide and rule, brave new world. Tear the family apart, and then it's easy to manipulate everyone. That's exactly right. If everybody's isolated and kind of alone, alone and confused and unhappy, very easy to control them with fear and the media or with sex, with pornography. Very easy. If people have very strong families and communities, it's much tougher to control them because they're happy. They don't need all, a bunch of stuff. So it's, they're, they're much easier to control. I says, I believe divorce rate increased because husbands and wives became more disrespectful to each other. No, 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 no. It's, it's far deeper than that. There's a reason that that may be true. But that's a symptom. The, there's a deeper cause. Look into it. The laws were changed. The culture has been changed through, you know, propaganda, media, um, feminism, all these things. Cultural Marxism. So, the... the the you know the the surface thing of that seems like they're less respectful of each other that's just the surface you, know, you gotta look deeper of why 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 did that change and then you find an answer it's australian sjw country probably i don't know i I've no, i don't know much about australia specifically i think almost all uh, uh, western and especially european country western european countries and as well as the u.s canada Australia, New Zealand have especially been targeted uh, for like an, they're probably the worst in terms of cultural Marxism and all that garbage. I mean, it's bad everywhere, but they're probably have gotten the biggest dose of it. David, yeah, exactly. In the well-known book Oswald Spengler's Decline of the West. He predicted the West's downfall because it turned away from God and followed the new horrible ideologies like communism. Yeah, cultural Marxism. Exa well, exactly. He was right. It's happening. He predicted much of what's happening. Uh, you know, I've read little pieces, like quotes from the book. I haven't read the book itself, but from what I've read of the quotes, it seems like he knew. He, he predicted very well what we see now, this dark age. Yeah, like Tungmin says, nowadays people have to make great effort with extra energy, motivation, etc. to fight for tradition, faith, family. The divorce rate is so high because of Brave New World. That's right. And so that's, you know, that's the reason I wanted to talk about this topic, not to make you feel bad, but to really kind of the opposite. <laughs> Just to let you know that if you're struggling, because I saw a lot of people yesterday that seemed kind of depressed about this situation. And, well, this is why. Okay, it's not you. There's, not, there's nothing wrong with you. It's not your individual problem. You are in a dark age, a spiritual dark age, a dark age of family. So, it, that's why it's hard. It is hard. It's really, really, really hard. But don't lose hope. Keep fighting. You still can succeed. We must. It's our duty 
to change this not just not for ourselves but for our children and our grandchildren for the future generations we have to change this so we must fight we must do our part and fight we are in a spiritual war and it is our duty to fight Yeah, like, uh, uh, it's a good comment. We don't choose the era we live in. We live and die in this era. We can't change it. We, should, we shouldn't complain. Enjoy everything around you. It'll never come back. And it can get even worse. <laughs> yeah, right. It can always get worse. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a little bit of reverse uh, optimism, kind of. But, you know, right. You think people who are living in, I don't know, during the Middle Ages and the Black Plague in Europe, they probably weren't happy about it, right? But they still had kids. They still got married. They didn't quit. They didn't give up. You know, lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of people died. This stupid coronavirus is nothing. Nothing. Do some research about the Black Plague in Europe. That was a plague, okay? And they kept going, right? And you can pick in all different countries around the world. You can look, and they have all had their dark, dark times in history and horrible, horrible times, and the people kept going. So, you know, they probably weren't so excited about living at that time either but right we, we we don't choose it so we just have to do it hmm okay oh, jumping around okay a couple what's my time here okay yeah a couple more and I gotta go Sorry, one second. I lost the comments again. Okay, now Elfin with with a nice. This is see. This is how you you improvise, you adapt, you overcome. He says, "I grew up with a weak father, but I modeled Mel Gibson characters and turned out well." There you go, and see the, exactly. Okay, so this is what you do. We don't you don't use it as an excuse to be to fail oh my dad was weak oh my dad left okay yeah it sucks but you gotta then if you if you don't have a strong if like if you're a young man and you don't have a strong father to help you right or maybe you had kind of an absent father you just you have a father but he just kind of wasn't around didn't seem so interested or whatever you know um don't don't waste your life just complaining about him okay so yeah it, it sucks but you've got to you got to figure things out. So if you're struggling in life, if you if you you're trying to figure out like how do I, how do I be a man? How do I be, can I be a husband? How do I be strong? How do I do these different things? Well, you have to find other sources. Okay, there are still there are other ways to learn these things. You can learn them from books. You can model care like he says. You can even model uh, characters from books and movies uh, for certain things for that confidence for their body language. All of this. Um, you know, like people talk about business, for example, and they complain like that. I don't have a mentor to teach me how to run a business. Well, I didn't either. I never had a, ben, a, a business mentor who taught me, okay, here's how you're going to build your business. So I just read books, you know, I, I figured stuff out in different, in another way. And that's what you have to do. Read books, study videos, uh, just f try and fail, try and fail and learn yourself. All of these things you just you got to figure these things out yourself somehow and maybe it is harder maybe it is longer but don't quit keep fighting and keep going and you still you can still figure these out you still can do it and then when you can still have a great family this is the other thing you can use it as negative motivation so let's say you had a your your let's say your your, your family sucked right oh your mom was terrible and your dad was terrible so some people use this as an excuse. Well, that, and they they decide they'll never get married, never have kids, or they get married, have kids, and they're a bad father or a bad mother. And they say, "Well, it's because my mother was bad." That's bullshit. Okay, you use it as negative motivation. You're like, "I'm not going to be like them. I'm going to be different than them." My parents sucked. My parents were not good. So I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to be great. And then you can be great. 
It's just like people who you'll see this again and again and again. I saw this all the time when I was doing social work, when I was a counselor. Like people uh, dealing with people who were uh, had parents, like an, an alcoholic parent. And it seems like, you know, half the kids, <laughs> I don't know half, but some of the kids would become alcoholics. And what was their ex- reason, the excuse? They'd say, well, of course I'm an alcoholic because my dad was an alcoholic. Of course I'm an alcoholic because my mom was an alcoholic. But then their brother or sister grows up and never drinks. And you ask them why, and they say, well, of course, my dad was an alcoholic, so I was never going to be like him. So that's why I don't drink at all, right? So it's the same fucking thing. It's the same situation, but one person decides to use it as an excuse to make the same stupid mistake. But the other one, the brother or sister, uses the same situation as a motivation to be better, to not repeat that mistake, right? So that's what we have to do. That's how we use these tough tough times and bad situations. We can use them. Okay. A couple more. So again, how can how can a boy stay strong and mature even if his parents are divorced? As Anastasia and lives with his mom. Well, he's got to he's got to as he gets older. Like little boy doesn't really matter so much, but as he gets older, he's going to need some kind of male uh, mentors, and it could be you know a grandparent. It could be a grandfather if the grandfather's still alive. Uh, it could be uh, uncle. It could be uh, I don't know coach. Some, you know, I don't know. Some other male, or I mean, it might be more than one, right? It might be a grandfather and an uncle who take interest in him and help guide him. And so, still possible. And he says, porn, pornography makes the rate of divorce higher. Yeah, pornography is poison. It's a weapon. It's a weapon to make you weak and destroy you. Don't use it. Yeah, like Sarah says, now we can develop our faith and relationships with family. This is an advantage of the coronavirus. Yes, indeed. I agree. Yeah, Nora says, unexpectedly, I feel like I'm alone, I'm sad, I deserve nothing. Why? Well, because you're living in a spiritual dark age, and you probably have lost faith and uh, struggling with these things we've talked about. So, what do you do about it? You've got to realize the disease, which is a lack of faith and a lack of the good and the beautiful and the true, to use Vox Day's phrase, Um and so you've got to return to that. So read the old books, read the old scriptures, read uh, about you know family, do everything you can to build a strong family. Focus on faith and family. That's my recommendation. And then you'll, you'll turn it around. You'll feel great. it again okay let's see uh, just a couple more I gotta hurry yeah Cleefy that's a nice way to say it having a fighting mindset building a strong faith it helps a lot to defeat all obstacles we face in our path in different parts of life yeah that fighting mindset is nice right okay we live in tough times that means tough times require strong people tough times require people with a fighting mindset that's right not weakness. So we just have to, doesn't matter if, if we're kind of weak, we got to get stronger. And we do our best, do the best we can. Well, Jomarela says, uh, 
Oh, still. Her family has six kids. Wow. My brother has six children. His sister-in-law's family had six more. My cousin had six. Awesome. In different countries, it's different. In America, you find that the average is like uh, under two now, which means that society is dying. In Europe, in Western Europe, I know that you're going to see in a lot of countries, it's less than two, which means these societies are killing themselves. They're committing suicide. They're dying. Um, but, you know, you're going to find individual differences. And what's interesting, so for example, in America, you look at the difference between the average families, but if you look at very religious families, which in America means usually Christian, so very Christian families, they have big families. They're having bigger families. So what we might see long term is that the, peop- the, the atheistic families, the hopeless families, you know, they don't have kids. They're going to get fewer and fewer, while the number of people from strong Christian families are going to grow and grow and grow, and this might be a revival, right? It might a comeback. There's a kind of divine elegance in that, maybe. Um, but that's what you see. My Like, my sister has five kids, so she's doing her part. <laughs> I've got two. I'm barely doing my part. <laughs> Do you think the highest divorce rate are a result of money? No, it's a spiritual disease. It's a lack of commitment. It's a spiritual disease. It's a it's a kind of materialism and selfishness. It goes very deep. Okay. All right, I'm just going to jump to the bottom and do a couple more here. I might just have to go very quickly. I'm waiting for my <laughs> baby boy to wake up and eat. He's going to wake up and start crying. When, he, when that happens, I'm going to have to end quickly. Yeah, like uh, someone mentions Viktor Frankl, experience is not the most important thing, Zamir. Uh, it's the meaning we give to our experiences. Right. Right. Tinish Kawai says it's a very painful topic for me. You're exactly right. Concentrating on marriage and kids. Thank you always. It is painful. I, this area of life for me was painful, painful, painful for many, many years. I mean, decades. <laughs> um, when I but pretty much my whole youth, it was a disaster. And so I, I get it. I was, I, I do understand very, very uh, deeply. I understand this. We're all struggling with this disastrous mess um, in one way or another. So, but we have to undo it. Maybe we didn't create the problem. It doesn't matter. This is the age we're born in and is our duty to try to fix it. So we do the best we can, and if we if we don't finish the job, then our children have to finish it. How many children are enough? Or says Renas. Well, I'd say two is the minimum, probably, right? If you want to just statistically speaking at least replace yourself and your uh, and your wife but uh, yeah more is better I think and it's kind of the same question what's the ideal number for family I don't know you know everyone has to decide this I don't know I think bigger families are happier is what is what I've seen in general. You know, we can only talk in talk about in general. There are always exceptions, right? It's because we're talking about huge numbers. So uh, I just think overall, I notice that large families are happier and there's a lot more support for each other. Uh, like my mom's family, fairly big, fairly not huge, but um, because of that, you know, she has uh, you know what? She's there's four of them, so she's got three. Um, 
hospital, two brothers and a sister. So, and they all live near each other. So they all support each other now that they're they're older. And uh, that's, it's really good. It's a, it's a source of support and happiness for her. And so it's good. It's, I think more is better. Amir says, you know, white, uh, uh, you know, this is a white pill is that we're living in the best age for independent learning. True. Our ancestors couldn't have access to these incredible resources we have. Exactly. So we have the tools to fight. We have the tools to, uh, to win this spiritual battle, this spiritual war. Indeed, we do. We do. Exactly correct, we do. So there's no reason to be hopeless. Okay, I think I'm about done. Do I have siblings? Yeah, I have one, but I only have one. So, you know, I came from a fairly small family, so t- two kids. Uh, so, of course, I'm happy to have, I have a sister. I'm very happy uh, to have a sister. Uh, I'm really happy that my sister has uh, five kids. So, that's, those are nieces and nephews for me. Um, yeah. But I think it would be great to have more. <laughs> but, you know, it's too late. But I'm happy that I have a sister. I'd be, I think, uh, yeah, I think as we get older that it's really nice to have brothers and sisters. And then nieces and nephews. You can see it just multiplies and grows. So as you get older, you have this gigantic family. It's really nice. All right. All right. I'm going to have to freaking block some people. Jeez. Okay. Mark Manson books. Is that, uh, which guy is that? Mark Manson. Is he the, uh, millionaire fast lane guy? Mark Manson. Who is he? Oh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a decent book. It's okay. He seems to be going a little extreme with the the using fuck in his titles as his brand. It's a <laughs> kind of weird branding choice, but okay. Um, okay, let's see. Yeah, Daniel says a couple more. We need to be strong. All of these things will pass. You can talk about things people must do. Uh, yeah, exactly. These things will pass. And like I said, there's a good chance that many good things will come out of the current crisis in the world right now, including stronger families. I, I see a lot of hope with younger generations that are waking up to Brave New World and all the garbage. They see it. Uh, certainly some of my generation. Older generations, a few maybe. <laughs> uh, but definitely younger ones are really waking up to it. They see it. They see it. They've had. They've grown up with the internet. They've. They've. They do have these sources of independent uh, information, and they're a lot of them are awake and quite red pilled, and uh, that's great. It's, it's you know this problem didn't happen, and you know it, it took a while to to develop, and it's going to take a while to undo it. But we'll fight and we'll win. Los Muchachos says, I have two children. I'm scared to have more. <laughs> I have, I'm 28. Well, you have time. Maybe wait a little while. I get it. I have twins right now. I can't, I can't handle more at the moment. We'll see later. But uh, right now, it's, it's enough. But I'm hoping later. Maybe we can at least have one more. Yeah, see, here's a great... 
Here's Asim says, Coronavirus has created a happy atmosphere for our family. I wash the dishes. My dad bakes and my brother washes clothes. My mother watches TV. Yeah, see, like everybody home together. It's really great. Not the evil schools, you know, they're closed. It's really a great opportunity for us to focus on this very important, very, very important part of life. Yeah, Abraham does mention that the quality of comments on Facebook is better than on YouTube Live. You're correct. I've noticed this too. Yeah, I'll do this, Abraham. That's a good idea. I'll try it next time. Rento says, I'm, ha- I'm having an existential crisis at 18. I'm screwed. I know uh, it's kind of a normal thing, isn't it? It's for teenagers. <laughs> You'll get through it. Don't take yourself too seriously. It helps. Don't let the fear porn win. That's a that's a dark but great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And it has a Q icon. Nice Q. Um, yeah, exactly. Don't let the fear porn win. There are many reasons to be. You know, this is. Here's the thing. It's exciting, right? I think it's exciting that we have this great mission of faith and family. We're just focusing on family today, but that that you know we're saving civilization, guys. What a mission to save civilization, right? From this this brave new world to smash and destroy brave new world and all its little names and parts. What do you call it? Marxism and feminism and all this other, whatever, globalism, blah, blah, blah. What a great thing to do. What a great thing to be a part of. And we don't have to kill anybody. There's no killing involved in this. It's a spiritual war. I mean, that's what a great, uh, positive, incredible mission that is. It gives us all a very positive purpose that's bigger than us, bigger than just our own independent individual selves. I think that's fantastic. So see it in that way, you know, as a great crusade that is meaningful and important and what a great thing to be a part of. Elfin says, parents need to read Weapons of Mass Instruction by John Taylor Gatto. They won't send their kids back to school. Oh, I agree. I wish I could make every single parent in the world read that book in whatever translation is necessary. I absolutely agree. I'd make them read all of his books. Exactly. Exactly. People are so programmed about the school system. They, they just do not realize what a horrible propaganda machine that school system is. Uh, everywhere, everywhere in the world. Uh, I know. I wish I could get everybody to read John Taylor Gatto's books. I really do. All right, I'll do one more. Yeah, okay, good point. And I'll, I'll read this because it's a nice positive comment about, again, all the fear porn and everything right now. Hideo Rosan says, It's time to do new things. Time to reconnect with family and start new habits like reading books. Yeah, it's a great, great, great opportunity to 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 break 
a lot of those kind of habits and to to really make a break. I mean, what an opportunity it is now to break from the rat race, as they say, right? To break from Brave New World, to break from all of it, and to start again with a focus on faith and family and truth and dharma, <clears throat> excuse me, natural law, whatever you want to call it, you know, all these things. Homeschooling, throw away the television, Never send your kids back to school ever again. Uh, you know, stay focused on your family, even if you have to go back to work later. I understand, of course, but um, but remember that your family is more important than that job, right? And make an extra effort. Now's the time. Make an extra effort to, to just you know, with the family, you don't have to isn't just to, to enjoy time together. That's all you have to do. Just enjoy your time together. You don't need any special techniques or anything. Just to enjoy spending all that time together. So this is... A, and then, like, also, like Hadil says, if you've got extra time to listen to English and improve your English, what a great time to do it. Why not? To read books, especially those old books, maybe those great books that you've thought about reading and you haven't read them yet. Read them now. Those, um, those scriptures, those spiritual books... Read them or read them again now. There's so many great, positive, powerful, incredible things you can do now. If you're a parent, this is a great time maybe to, to take some extra time with your kids and teach them things that are not just not school stuff, not just reading and math, okay? Yeah, but it only takes like an hour a day to teach reading and math, maybe a couple hours, right? More importantly, to teach them about, you know, truth and values if they're older you can actually teach them about brave new world and propaganda techniques how to see the propaganda and not not be fooled by it uh if you're you know if you're a father and you have a teenage son i'll teach him about women and dating and marriage as best you can and if, if you're if you don't know quite what to do then you can learn together maybe you can read some books on those topics together and discuss them but start having those conversations with your son if you're a mom then have those conversations with your daughter or your daughters um and of course about other topics too just about the you know virtue and goodness and truth and all of these things talk to them about these topics you know, if you're reading great books or scriptures, have your kids read to them or read them, read together and discuss these things, right? Instead of turning on the fear porn on the TV. It's a tremendous opportunity we have now. This is an just an absolutely great, incredible, we can, you know, it's, it's a big crack in the in Brave New World is what this is. And we can fill it with great and amazing things. So that's what I encourage you to do in your own home. Don't worry about what the rest of the world is doing. It doesn't matter. Focus on your, your family and what you're doing and make this great. All right. That is all for today. Lots of love to you. As always, join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Commit, don't quit there. And I will see you next time. Stay strong. Keep fighting. We will win this spiritual war. Bye for now.